Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the John Cast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. I'm Matt Leon. The Drexel University women's basketball team is still alive in the WNIT. The Dragons have advanced to the Sweet 16, and on Thursday night, they will visit Seton Hall. Now, Drexel advanced here by beating Bucknell in a crazy second-round matchup. 61-58 was the final. Drexel trailed by 17 points in the fourth quarter before storming back to win in a comeback for the ages. So Drexel now 28-5 on the season. In the 28 wins, tying the program record. Spoke with Drexel head coach Amy Mallon about that bonkers win over Bucknell and what she expects against Seton Hall. So to start, let's kind of talk about the journey in the WNIT to get here. Uh, you, you beat Norfolk State in the first round, and then this past Monday, uh, you beat a very good Bucknell team at home, and you end up winning by three, but it was quite the route you took there. Game was close. Bucknell had a big third quarter. At one point, they lead by 17 early in the fourth quarter. And then your team just goes nuts and takes control of the game. What was it like to kind of be on the sidelines for that? And I can only imagine the emotional shift from being down 17 to picking up a frantic win at home. I think you used the word um, nuts. I think that was uh, how I think everybody was feeling. And I think we went nuts, too, because I think in that fourth quarter, we had no choice at that point. Um, to, to be able to win in advance at any point and in your seat in postseason is obviously the goal, but you know, we, we were able to find a way to win. And I think that's been the, that defines this team all year long. You know, we, we early on had so many games that were possession games in conference and we were able to get that last shot and get that win. And, um, just, it, it, it was a little surprising to be down that many and be able to come back and, you know, at one point I looked up and I'm sure Bucknell was thinking the same thing. We went up one and there was like still two minutes left. And I think they were probably like, why is that clock? Why is there still two minutes on the clock? Cause that is how that game felt from, from that fourth quarter on. And just an impressive win at home, you know, with a great crowd, we had great support on both ends. Bucknell brought, um, many fans as well. So it was just a great environment for women's basketball, but to win, um, and to see this group get that type of win, I think just, you know, gave us so much momentum now as we head into our um, next round in the WNIT. What was the difference? I mean, obviously in one situation, you're making shots in another situation. You're not, but like in a third quarter where you get outscored 21 to four, I think it was. And in a fourth quarter, literally the last eight minutes of the fourth quarter, you score 31 points. Did you switch something or was it just a momentum and things started to roll downhill in a good way for, for your group. What was kind of the difference in the two quarters? I think the difference is our defense, you know, our defense really picked up as um, we started full court pressing, which we weren't doing um, early on. You know, I think when you're in a possession game, sometimes you um, change up, you, you know, what you're doing defensively just to make sure they don't get comfortable. But at the same time, we weren't, you know, once we went down, it was like this, we got to throw it all out there and we started pressing. And I think it really, forced them to take quick shots or turn the ball over, which they, they did at times. And we were able to um, take advantage of that on the other end. And, and, and in doing so, because you're making them take quick shots or you turn over, you're able to use your transition. And I think our transition is something that's been, uh, you look at any stat line on our team transition is something we do very well. And we've done very well throughout the year. And when we haven't been able to do that, those are games. I think we've, we've struggled a little bit. And um, I think that is what, happened in the fourth quarter between the full court pressure 
the half court pressure, you know, we were basically at that point, we, we were in a position where we had to do that. We did it. And we actually were able to, on the other end, take advantage. And we got a lot of three point plays. We just attacked, attacked, attacked. We're like, we're gonna have to make them stop us right now. And Kashana Washington was um, one of the ones who, who did that to have 17 points, I think in six minutes is, is pretty impressive at, at any level, but she, she did it extremely well. And, and when we needed it, and that's what you kind of, ex- that's what you expect your best players to do. And she certainly did that um, in the fourth quarter. Was there a moment during that comeback? Cause I think there's the, you know, we've still got a shot. We're still in this. And then you eventually get to a point where you look up in time score possession momentum. And you're like, all right, we can do this. And then there's the, all right, we're going to do this. Do you remember changing the mindset through that, like as the comeback was unfolding? I do. Cause I think, you know, you look like, wow, you're down this many. Okay. We're going to fight. Cause that's what we've always done. I think that this team, I don't, we're never going to just, you know, fold. I don't think you expect any team to do that. And then when you saw a couple of plays and we, we cut it to nine, you know, and, and you're seeing this happening, I go, all right, now the tides are turning a little bit. If we can keep this momentum. Um, and then we did, and then just you kind of saw the look in um, Washington's eye, you know, and we had a couple of great plays by Jasmine Valentine with putbacks, you know, when, when we did miss or didn't get that shot. That's when you felt it turn, you know, you could feel it like, hey, now it's possession game. Now that's exactly where we want to be at any point because uh, we've been in possession games all year long. And if we can keep it at that, I think we're in a great position to win. And I think that was exactly what happened because I looked up and I was like, all right, now it's a one point game. Now we're in control a little bit of what's going to happen. Now it's just, are we going to finish it? And I think, um, you know, we proved to do that. And you know, even down to the last possession, uh, we were up three. And uh, Tessa Brugler, which was probably fitting for the for the game, she had a huge uh, couple of blocks at the end when they tried to get threes off. She basically blocked, you know, had a huge block. And it kind of was, you know, it was almost like that final boom, like uh, at the end of the game. In a game that you said earlier was nuts. Um, that was like the perfect ending for it. You guys were down in a in a hole in the CAA title game against Delaware and you came roaring back it fell a little short but do you think having that experience and understanding that the game's not over does that did that help in this situation that the the kids knew they could fire back and score a lot in a little I definitely do I think you know if you probably said it in the moment but I'm sure it was like anything, you know, we went at them and I, I feel like we said that in the Delaware game. I think if there was 30 seconds left in that game, I think we would, it, would, it was exactly where we wanted it to be from a possession standpoint. Um, but I think we did learn from that. And just to see Kashana Washington um, step up and hit key foul shots, you know, which she did. Um, Hannah Nihill hit big foul shots and shots, you know, that maybe didn't go or fall in that championship game. I definitely think that they were not going to let that be the reason again, why, you know, why we lost the game. And, and that is something I've said all year long, you know, we have to have the other team beat us. I don't want us beating ourselves with things that we have control. And I feel like they definitely used that probably in the back of their heads, whether they knew it or not. Subconsciously, they, um, they definitely stepped up and did what we need to do to finish the game. Seton hall next in the third round, you'll be at their place uh, in South orange. Tell us a little bit about the Seton hall team. Very impressive. You know, they, um, they have three really impressive players, you know, their leading scorers and Lauren Park Lane, Sydney cooks and um, Espinosa Hunter. They're very, they're all like different types of players. They have a point guard who can score and facilitate so many things. She's their leading scorer. And I think um, it's going to be a really tough game for us. You know, I think we playing at their place, obviously they're going to have home court advantage, but um, I think this is the first time, 
all year in so many ways, besides maybe one other game we've played against Nebraska, that we would be considered the underdog going into it. And and I think um, that's a great place for us to be because we haven't been there all year. So I'm hoping um, when you're the underdog, you got to come in, you got to give uh, the other team your best shot. So I think we know that as a group and as a team that we're going to have to come in and really start off on the right foot. And it's going to, I think it is taking, you know, the momentum right at the beginning and trying to take away what they want to do, but they average 70 points a game. So that's a lot of points. And I'm hoping uh, the other side of that we're a team that's known for our defense and what we've been able to do. And it's one of the reasons why we've been in so many games this year. So we're really going to have to set the tone on the defensive end and limit uh, the looks they want to get defensively. And then offensively, try to take advantage of um, what we can do to spread the floor and make them have to guard all five of us. And what's the level of just pride in a group that never feels out of it? Like there was the disappointment didn't get to the NCAA tournament, but they answer the bell down 17 in the game against Bucknell. Don't, just mail it in. They answer the bell. What's the level of pride in these kids that they don't let things linger? They they fight through and they, they fight to the end. I think, you know, it always falls back on your leadership and a sense of urgency with, you know, we have six seniors this year. So I think they have been in so many positions and so many situations. I would think in their careers, whether it just be this year or throughout time that, you know, it, it really is you know, we talk about being relentless and I think that's the mentality. And I think it starts at the top and understanding that, you know, if you do all those things and you do it at a level, um, you're going to take a lot of pride no matter what happens, you know, win or lose. But if you're doing it at that level uh, until the end, I think you can feel really good about what you accomplished as a group. And this team I've said all year long, you know, you just, you just pointed out such great, I actually, I'm going to use this, Matt. Those are such great points as we head into this um, game against Seton Hall. Like there's a toughness that they've had and and they don't even know, I think at times, you know, because they just do it. And I feel like um, as a coach, you can't be prouder to, co- you know, that's what you want. You just want them to show up and give yourself every chance. And I said, this, just let's not ever beat ourselves. The other team is going to have to beat us. And, um, and when that happens, we're going to be okay because we know we did everything possible. And I think they believe that. And that's why we've had that, if you follow our social media, We've had that hashtag, no doubt. I think that's sums up our team. You know, I think all year long, I've, I, they should never, and we said that from the beginning, the way we have approached the season from day one is we're going to be so prepared that we should never doubt anything we're capable of doing. And at the end it, result is a loss, then we'll be able to accept that, but you will be prepared for anything you see. And I think that's the way this group approaches everything. That will do it for this bonus episode of one-on-one. Many thanks to Amy Mallon for taking the time to talk. Drexel's game with Seton Hall. That's a 7 o'clock tip-off in South Orange, New Jersey on Thursday night. You can follow the show on Twitter at one-on-one pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060 Thanks for listening.